You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. It's the Bodcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer and I've got a six pack. Love. Mm. Romance. Oh, yeah. Sex. Uh-huh. Wow, Robin, you're really excited for today's show. No, it's these crispy creams. They're in season and they're delicious. Today we're talking to a guy that had an affair with his trainer. I'm Michael Buckley. I'm Robin Shaw, and this is the podcast. All right. Wait, very serious question. Very serious answer. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts? Or Entenmann's? Uh, I actually hate donuts. All right, well then I'm quitting this podcast. That's really weird, right? I That's actually don't thing. think we could be friends anymore. I, I'm with you on the bacon. <laughs> I'll put bacon on anything. Man, I love donuts. Really? I, I think it's a, I don't know. I feel like, because people use it as like a breakfast food. And Wait, it's just a little too much in the morning. You, donuts or bacon? Donuts. Mm. At least bacon has protein. There's nothing good you can say about a donut at all. It's simple uh, carbs. It, it gives you happiness. It's fried. It gives you happiness. <laughs> it's it covered in sugar. endorphins. Yeah, so does like methamphetamine. <laughs> but And I'm for that also. And I guess like just like meth, if you ate enough donuts, your teeth would probably fall out. I, I, you know, I really, when I And at eat, least on meth, you like lose weight. Yeah. Oh, so I'm doing the wrong drug, you're telling me. <laughs> no, no. I have a lot more success <laughs> with a different type of addiction than sugar. I've been so I've been so good for like a week now. Like oh, with that? No, with no sugar, no bacon, no peanut butter. Really? Oh, you have a thing with peanut butter too? Is it, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Is I it, do. Is it a trigger? It's a trigger. Like I will, if it's late at night, I will just eat peanut butter like by the jar. We need to bring somebody on that's like an Overeaters Anonymous person. Cause I want to go. I, people keep telling me I should go to Overeaters Anonymous. I just found out about this thing like, that they I have. Like, this is like you know it's, it's not normal yeah. behavior that i do so like there's this there's this thing but it's so common i like, know i was there's just talking to one of my clients today addiction. and like a lot of the, the thought the thinking like remember we had that added time she's talking about like the black and white thinking or like the rationalizations yeah yeah right so like there's like um you know like there's the thought like they always say that first beer if you're an alcoholic is the problem because it's like well i've i've done that right so right, i might right. as well just losing it and i'll black out for the next three days right right it's the same thing like my client was saying like yeah like I'll save Sunday for my cheat day, but if I cheat on Friday, then I say like, well, I might as well give myself the weekend. Yeah, see, I can't do a cheat day because for that premise, like if I do a cheat day, I can't get back on. Like so I don't know how to do one day of cheating. Do you give yourself like a cheat item? No, I either have to be good and like be 100% on because mm-hmm. again, I'm an addict when it comes to food. I don't know how to have like one one munchkin I, I i can't i cannot it's a do real that. thing i've seen yeah it. I've i like seen have it. to like keep going or if i have peanut butter in my apartment i can't just like make a sandwich like i have to like eat the whole thing till i'm sick totally this same guy that, that i was talking to about all this like addiction stuff i have like a list of like good snacks and stuff like that and like one of them is like a serving of almonds yeah and he's like yeah he's like i put them in the baggies just like you said and it just i just ate all the baggies yeah I, yeah the baggies thing doesn't work for me either i could only eat food i don't want to be eating so this way i don't overeat it's the only way i can you know what i always say too is like um because he was saying like i'll be watching tv and then all of a sudden i've eaten like this huge bag of the whole bag of almonds yeah I, you know I, 
what I suggest in like times like that are eat when you're eating. And if you're doing some other activity, do that other activity. Like you're going to the movies, right? Like watch the movie. You I, do, I people always you associate that, you know, there's such a, uh, I tell this with my clients too, that mm-hmm. like, don't eat in front of the TV. If you're eating, don't even talk to anyone. Like eating is meant to eat because you'll get bored. If you have to just sit at your kitchen table and eat, mm-hmm. you're, it's like you want to get up and do something. You'll get bored. But if you're sitting with your girlfriends and everyone's eating right, right, and right. talking, you'll keep it. If you're watching a movie, you'll be like, oh, I'll have another, you know, You know whatever. what I mean all the time? Like, so you know that concept of like telling kids to eat everything that's on their plate yeah. or they can't get up? Yeah. I was thinking about how if if I had kids, and that's a a big if, right? Yeah. But if I had kids, like how I would modify that to <laughs> you have to eat a little bit of each thing on your plate, right? Because really it's like, because the kid doesn't <laughs> want to eat their vegetables, right? Which I get because yeah. they're kids. Right. But so like, I think it should be, you have to have a little bit of your meat. You have to have a little bit of your vegetables. We don't do starchy carbs in our house. So a little bit of our complex carb. Yeah. See, my kids would hate my, me, my mom, we My mom didn't cook, so like... There was no veg. We went to like McDonald's. And oh, my mom was the same. Like we, I mean, I just had this conversation with my boyfriend this weekend because I was saying how like my mom would take me to Burger King like after school and she would let me get two burgers or two sandwiches. And he was saying his mom did the same thing. He was able to get like a 40 piece chicken McNuggets and two. And, and I said, what was wrong with our mom? Cause we both have very loving moms. And he brought up the same point. Cause like I'm always saying to my boyfriend, like he'll be like, should I get this or this when we go out to eat? And I'll be like, right. what's gonna make you happy? You know, that oh, our mothers yeah. did that for us. Like it was like from a place of love. Yeah, yeah I think it that wasn't totally a place of, of like being stupid. <laughs> it was that they wanted us to be happy. If if eating junk food made us happy, they were happy to make us happy. How many kids do you have in your family? I have no kids. Oh, I you mean, mean like siblings? Yeah, yeah, siblings. I have two older brothers. Two, so yeah, so there were four of us. And you know, my parents, my brother brought this up. I totally forgot it happened. He was like, do you remember the most white trash thing that ever happened in our house? We're saying a lot, we grew up in New Jersey. Yeah. He was like, do you remember mom? They were having like, a, it was like the sale they have on like just the the hamburgers and cheeseburgers at McDonald's. Yeah. So she got like four <laughs> bags of them and then like five large fries. I just wish. dumped them all in a bowl in the middle of the table and then we just like fought it out. Like, <laughs> I wish I grew up in your house. Was, that's uh, amazing. I just watched, this weekend I was watching uh, I'm weigh 600 pounds that show on like oh yeah whatever and she, the mom <clears> bought <throat> the fat daughter and I mean like she was like six seven hundred pounds 16 burgers 16 who could eat 16 burgers well I mean I guess someone who my family apparently pounds. could no but one girl I know that is crazy it really is that show is because sick. and that just actually speaks to the what you're talking about where it's an addiction because it's not like you're hungry no and in fact you're probably not even tasting anything no. at a certain point you're probably just you know when I'm eating a jar of peanut butter, that's not because I'm hungry. That's because. Do you even enjoy the taste of peanut butter when you're halfway through the jar? Do you, are you still? Is it still the taste? No, by the halfway through the jar, I'm like puking, but I'm like still shoveling it in. I know all you it's men listeners behavior. are being turned on. It's right compulsive now. behavior. No, <laughs> I feel your pain. I do. I don't. Um, I don't share that particular that particular addiction, I but I. That's what I. I don't get. I get I'm it. not an alcoholic at all. Like I can have a drink and then move on, whatever. I'm not a drug addict. I can do a drug and then never touch it again. But I can't do that with food. So I get. I just get. Everyone's addiction. got their thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Do you want to go to our question of the week? Yeah. Into? I guess we'll make it. We got to make it snappy because we yeah. just want to. You know. <laughs> that was a good talk. That. Good chat. That good chat. Glad we had this talk. <laughs> Okay, so fitness question of the week is from Lily A. from Bethesda, Maryland. And she says she's planning on doing, I'm planning on doing the master cleanse. Should I take the week off from working out while I'm doing it? 
All right, well, first let me just explain to people who don't know what the Master Cleanse is. It's a 10-day cleanse that was designed by, who was this? Some quack named Stanley Burroughs. He says quack. Other people really believe. Co- we'll, we'll Honestly, get into if you, it. But, complete quack. Uh, uh, I'll tell you why when you, when you okay, finish well, saying what you're saying. And it's, so it's a 10-day cleanse, and what you do is in the morning you drink a full glass of salt water, and then you have between 8 and 10 glasses of this juice, which consists of water, le- water, lemons, and maple syrup. And cayenne pepper. And cayenne pepper throughout the day. And then at night, you drink a laxative tea. And right. you do this for right. 10 days, no food, no other drinks, just this program. Right. So this guy, uh, I'm not saying he was a quack. He was actually exposed as a quack in his lifetime. Um, he wrote a book called The Master Cleanse in 1941, in which he claimed that the Master Cleanse this like tasteless like snake oil concoction could cure the body of all disease in addition to removing toxins <laughs> yeah, and fat. He says even cancer. It could cure cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, another interesting fact is that he was arrested in his lifetime for practicing medicine without, you know, like being a doctor. He wasn't a doctor? He was not a doctor. <laughs> but he was practicing medicine yeah. as if he were a doctor. Right. You know? Uh, there's also another, so like, I think like it's one of those things too where people actually read the book, right? I did I think read the, be, I read the book. And it did make you less likely, like some of the grandiose claims, like... Cl- cl- oh, like, I mean, here's the thing. I, I think it was complete, I mean, there's parts of it that I thought were complete bull. Like, I don't think drinking this juice is going to cure cancer. I think it's actually just a horrible thing to even put out there. Right. Because don't give people false hope that drinking this juice is going to cure this awful disease. Right. So let well, me, let me, right. uh, just because we're going to run out yeah. of time. So really quickly, Lily, uh, let me address the, let me hit you with some science, yo. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, no, don't stop. Don't stop exercising. Stop the master cleanse. You'll lose weight. It's going to be water weight. And you're also doing severe calorie deprivation, which is obviously not sustainable. You can cause great harm to your body. You can become uh, extremely dehydrated. Also, anything where you have to take a laxative isn't a di- isn't it, it's not a cleanse. If it was a yeah. cleanse, you want to cleanse, eat vegetables on a regular you're, basis, drink a lot of water. If you do this for 10 days, you'll obviously lose weight. But as soon as you go off it, you'll put it right, right back it's on. It's not sustainable. I it's tried. Dangerous. I tried the master cleanse. I woke up at 9 a.m., I did the salt water, and then at like 11 a.m., I was starving. So I was like, I need a, I need a sandwich. You're starving. Yeah, and I ate a yeah. sandwich. So I was on it for like two hours, so I didn't lose any weight or solve any like big diseases. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, so I say don't do the mask cleanse, but I, I know this guy who like swears by it. Yeah, and I he mean, he does it like twice a year, and he says, but I mean, I mean, then it's just, it's just doing a, cl- I mean, it's just literally not Don't do it. Anything. It's not safe. It's a yeah. terrible idea. Like I can't, like, there's no part of me that can endorse yeah. it. Like, and not, and you know, oh, to each his own. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't fucking do it. It's bad science. Yeah. I just don't even get the ingredients. Like maple syrup. It makes no sense, right? Well, ask non, non-certified, but practicing <laughs> Dr. Stanley Burroughs, if he were still alive. He, he died? Also, what did he die of if he was doing this drink? Yeah, why didn't he live forever? Yeah, how old was he when he died? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Actually, can we, can we please Wikipedia, Google this? yeah. Because if he didn't die at least at 90, then, then we know this is bullshit, because this is supposed to be the most healthy oh, right. thing in the world. Totally. So if he doesn't live to 90, then I say, don't do it. If he lives past 95, I say, let's all do the master cleanse tomorrow. I, I, I wish like there was like a parallel with that stuff, right? Like in my family, nobody exercises, nobody watches what they eat, just me. I'm like 
a fanatic about it, yeah, you know I'm gonna get hit by a bus. I'm gonna be the first <laughs> one to die. I don't know why. They're all funny. gonna outlive me. The two things I found funny so far is you not wanting kids ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, who, and look, one day my kids may listen to this show, and I'm gonna regret saying <laughs> yeah. that. Right? Maybe, but yeah. you'll be dead because you've been hit by a bus. <laughs> so exactly. So I, whatever. So I'm off the hook. Okay. All right. So should we introduce our guest, and we'll eventually find out how old the guy. Oh, are you gonna look up when he died? He's multitasking. Yeah. Look I'm looking at, at I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Our, our crack well, staff hang here. On. Yeah. <laughs> hang on. I'm looking for you know on Wikipedia. It's got his name highlight. All right. And when did he die? When I press on it, it just takes you right to the master cleanse. It just doesn't want you so to know anything you about know him. Died. It's like they're trying to hush it up. They don't want yeah. people to know yeah. that this maple it's syrup. But he died at like 45. Was he a Scientologist? That they don't want you to know that you literally Maybe. just completely. Just shit your organs right out. <laughs> Wait, are we allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You just shit oh, your yeah. organs right out, and that's why you die. Right. Sooner than you should right, do right. this master cleanse. Let's introduce this voice you're hearing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, this is, uh This is Danny Siegel. He's an actor, a writer, a comedian, and also a health club Lothario. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. Pleased to be here. Like Thanks that? for having me. So, that's not on his business card officially. He's here because he... Uh, he Dated his trainer. Yeah, I had uh, I had some stories, and uh, we've trainers talked are about involved. this before. Whether or not we've hooked up with right. clients, and, and what's like the rule? Because like clients fall in love with their trainers. There's something about having your trainer listen to you and help yeah. you with your goals. It's transference. Good looking, like stretching you, well, like you, caring about your health. There's you know, because they change, right? Yeah. Like and like they they. Um, you know, it's that transformation that they kind of are like, wow, like I became this person. It's like once your ego is on board and I think your ego is the first thing to fall when it's in a trainer involved. You yeah. see, like I'm I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm much more likely to be attracted to somebody who will improve the way I look versus the who I really am inside as a person. So like, I mean, I've, I've been really attracted to girls who work in plastic surgery offices because they could hook me up with stuff from their job and I'm, and I'm keeping them around like forever, right. whatever, you know, whatever. And oh, I don't, yeah. I'm not really that interested in just I'm keeping them around and they're to like, help you be better I'm like, looking. yeah, this day would literally help me be better looking. And that's like, like a first date conversation. Do you have access to Botox? Oh, oh. <laughs> I think I'm going to marry a stylist at this point. If I get <laughs> so, uh, okay. So walk us through the first trainer you hooked up with. Sure. This was at, on a hundred and so I've lived on 138th and Broadway and Harlem, New York for a very over a decade. I've been up there. And, and for those of you who can't see him, Danny is white as the day is long. Oh yeah, man. My secret is don't go outside during sunlight. <laughs> right. You know, anyway, this, uh, New York fitness center, it's, you know, one of those battered, like just one is that above, a chain? <laughs> I, is th that I think it's a, like a local chain. It, it, it's, is that the Kennedy fried chicken of gyms? <laughs> it's the it is definitely the, uh, the, the crown fried chicken of gyms. I'm going to go with crown. Kennedy's too Irish sounding. Yeah, so um, it, it, it's like, um, what is that? What is that? All girls gym. What is it like? Oh, Lucille Roberts. Lucille Roberts. Lucille Roberts. It looks yeah. like a Lucille Roberts. But, oh, Lucille Roberts has some cred behind it. Yeah. No. I, I'm, I'm well, not allowed to go on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lucille Roberts always from the outside with the big windows. Cause <laughs> I don't know what's happening in there. Yeah, it looks it's like... It's a naked party inside. <laughs> yeah. It just looks like a TJ Maxx gym. That's what it looks <laughs> right. like. 
<laughs> so, all right. So back to the story. They were in the uh, so in this New York fitness center, there was a girl who worked at the desk. She was also a trainer, but I think I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that she was kind of in training to train people. But then you know somebody passed her just like a week or two before I got there. Okay. All right. Because she was one of those still... job interviews that had one question. Yeah. When can you start? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was. Now here's the thing. She was pretty. Right. Uh, let's call her Fanny. Her name. Okay. So Fanny was actually Irish Italian, but she was way more Irish looking. But yeah. she definitely had some Italian parents because of the way she was acting. You could definitely tell. She had that. some sass to her. Yeah. She was a white. She was a white girl with, with like light brown hair. So all the other trainers. All of them, 100% meathead Dominican dudes. Okay. <laughs> They're all like 5'4", right. three feet across, <laughs> with interchangeable <laughs> faded haircuts, all right? And all these, chest and lats. Oh, my That's God. Would be just like and big chains. These big, dwarven, these big dwarven calves. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so I get there, and my this is what I had no idea what I was doing. No idea. I just would go to the gym and run for 45 minutes at top speed, just kill myself to burn fat. And then I'm, I'm just becoming a holocaust survivor up there and I'm like I need to eat more and put on so I need to know what I'm doing right so so I, let me ask the hottest trainer there so yeah let me ask the girl who's the girl trainer yeah. <laughs> right who is a total like oh my god you see her in Harlem Harlem public you'd be like yep let's talk let's talk hang out she's she doesn't drink she doesn't smoke so I'm already like man it's it's gonna be tough if I ever want to get amorous but my intentions were at first definitely like I want to know what I'm doing a little better right right so I went to go sign up, and these dudes were all over it. Like, I was at the desk, and somebody heard somebody hear me say, hey, uh, so what about training? Oh, and they, oh, I'm at the gym. Yeah. At New York Sports Club, you can't even make eye contact with the trainer without them, like, coming over to you and, like, sure. get, and, trying to oh, get yeah. you to And I get that. Can you show you a better way of doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, those little things always. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so these guys, the cock block brigade just flew out. They just went right at me. They're like, uh, hey, guy, you know, hit me in the chest with their knuckles. Like, hey, guy, you want to train? I'll train you. I'll train you. I'm like, well, you know, I'm talking to Fanny over here. Yeah. So I was, I asked her, and she seemed to be like, I think she definitely wanted to say yes, but didn't want to, you know, ruffle the other guy's feathers. But I was like, I made it like, hey, I'm here. I, I, I asked her first. So I want to, if she's doing it, I want to go with her. So she gave me, wound up giving me three sessions. Okay. Right. And then I was like, uh, how were the workout sessions? They were all right. She did, you know what she did? I think at first, the first thing, she just wanted to see what I was capable of. Right. Well, no, that's just good. <laughs> she like ran you through the ringer. Yeah, I was like, I'm being vetted right now. She just, uh, oh yeah, your thing is. I don't know if your your mic is. She just put me through that all bur all all body workout. There was no specifics. There was no like we're we're gonna attack your you know back and bias today, chest and tries. She just wanted to see me like full body condition. What is this guy? How much stamina has he got? <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, I see you flirting, so I'm gonna vet your uh, physical prowess. Okay, so then what happened now? So we, uh, well, we wound it up. That's like her dating We wound profile. it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, so we wind up three sessions in. I uh, Wait, I told her. Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we sounding okay? Yeah, yeah so def well, they're definitely just, you know what, me, I'm an outgoing personality. I'm going to make, I'm going to quip. I'm sure I dropped as many stupid bomb jokes as I did. That ones that actually made her laugh. But, you know, right. I, I tried not to be aggressive. I wasn't touching her. I wasn't like being overly flirty. You have, I was flirting with my face. That's right. it. Just flirting with my face. Letting her know I was single, you know, finding out about her. She had broke up with some guy like, you know, six weeks ago. And, of course, I went right. Is this oh. all in the first session? Yeah. No. Yeah. This was like right. At, no, this is like, yeah. At the end of the first session, we're just chatting. I was like, so you dating anybody? And she's like, obviously, it was fresh because she had to talk about it with, uh, you know, a guy she'd known. She didn't see me at the gym. So she it wasn't like I was a complete stranger. It right, was right. like, all right, well, you know, I'd be 
on a first date with somebody on Tinder, might as well. <laughs> this guy, right. this guy, I know it's like she knew I had a credit card. She knew I had enough money to be there. Like I was normal enough to function properly in society. So why not tell me her newest secrets? Okay, so when did it go from personal training to the next step? I, you know what, I did. She didn't drink or smoke, so I tried to play a long game there. I was like, you know what? I asked her for a walk. I said, hey, can I walk you? Because she she was gonna run. I always wonder that when people don't drink, how does the first kiss happen? Like, After coffee or tea. Like, I don't get <laughs> you gotta, it. You got to apply them with sugar and get them all amped on something. Like, I don't think I've ever had a first kiss sober. Really? Like every first kiss I've ever had, and there's been plenty, have all been after a drink. I've had a few daytime first kisses. Oh, when, was your, uh, yeah. when was your first kiss? How old were you? Oh, my first kiss ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that was sober. Actually, no, I was high. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was 11. I was, I was wow. 11, too. Yeah. All right. I was 11. I was at camp. And his, were... his mom would let us smoke weed in his room. Jesus. Yeah. How old was he? Wait, no, what's... what's uh, sixth grade, that's 11? I'm sorry, but I, I would yeah. at least wait for pubes before drugs. <laughs> I'm not oh, judging. I'm not, not judging. I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, the first to agree with you. But 11, wow. My God. Well, it, it's like... What is this, Tibet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, where you're like, they're like, what are you, I six? Just, I just can't yeah. Yeah, right. Some developing South Pacific Asian country. Just, just put their faces together. When you really want to, and you just stop caring about what other people think for that moment. It, it has to be the right, well, you know. After that first kiss, I'm fine kissing sober. Yeah. But it's just that first kiss, I know so mean. awkward sober. But anyway, that's all. It was a nice day. <laughs> okay, it was okay. June, for God's sake. There's a song about New York in June. <laughs> okay. That's how nice it is. Too, like, Central Park. I mean, oh, we're, so that's like the walk. Yeah. That's the New York City walk. Yeah, look, I bull I was just bullshitting her. I mean, like, I had to, I had to be at... Um, you're like yeah. in a Woody Allen movie. Yeah, to be this thing moment. later. So I was like, let's go for a walk. You know, it's a nice day. And she was, she was, she's like, no. And I was like, come on, man. I know you're my trainer <laughs> and we're crossing the line. But like, I, I was calling her out. I was like, look, you, you know, you know, I'm a snake. You know what's going on here. Are you going to go with it or not? And you can say no and we'll, I'll be cool. We'll be normal. We'll keep training. But she went for it. She was like, all right, let's go for a walk. And that, that to me is like her acquiescing the whole thing, like the yeah. whole end game right there. So I act like that. And I think that's she was really responding that she wanted to be pursued. She had just been broken up with. Was She'd been surrounded sexy? by these meatheads. Was there something sexy that she was your trainer? Absolutely, I'm definitely attracted to powerful women, and like like I was describing. Wait, her did body. you know what she was doing? I would think that would probably be like. Uh, oh, not not uh, not a whole lot. That actually kind of broke the spell. Like she was definitely <laughs> new at it. Like she's she a shitty trainer. Yeah. yeah, I think she would like because she, she would she I would tell me to do be. something and she would leave. I swear to God, she was going to looking it up on her phone. <laughs> like, what do I tell him next? You, you've been in acting classes before. Actually, oh, yeah. we all have, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So I was explaining to one of my clients today the way acting class works, and I was like, no, the best-looking guy in class doesn't get all the girls. Assuming he's he's straight, even, right? Sure. Because a lot of times the best-looking guy in the class isn't even straight. But if he is straight, he doesn't necessarily get the girls because the best-looking guy in your class is probably not the best actor. You the know, second best looking guy in your class, if he's a, a good, good actor, yeah, we'll get all the girls. He'll get all the girls. He's charming as well. Yeah. yeah, sure. When you get that guy, he's like a total, you know, he's a normie. He knows it, but he's just that nice charm. Well, that's the advantage that guys have, though. I mean, I don't want to make any blanket statements, but yeah, a little bit of charm goes a long way. And oh, yeah. With, but, but also, yeah, like, no guy's like, ooh, I, I mean, love watching that girl's personality. Damn, what, I want to see uh, your well, naked. Let's, let's put in perspective right now. You but, got, like, watching someone suck at the thing that's their thing that they do oh, is yeah. so unappealing. Crushing. Oh. Male or female. I mean, you've done stand up, Michael, right. and, you know, you, uh, you do too. I mean, like, I've definitely had girls come and see me perform, and every time they're just like, oh, thank God you were, you were okay at it. Like, yeah. you, were, you were good. 
And I, I've always been good enough to be yeah, impressive good to the comics, girl. Even mediocre comics get laid so much after shows. Sure. It's not like that for If you're not a com- troll or you're not female drunk. Female comics, you know, that hammered. doesn't happen to. Like, there aren't, like, groupie guys waiting for you. I don't know. I definitely want to bang girls that are funny. If they're funnier than me, yeah, I'll be all bang over them, you. But you're not, like, waiting by the, like, stage door to bang them. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, with, bo- with a bottle and, some, and a bouquet. <laughs> you don't go to their Facebook page and try and learn everything mm-hmm. about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this girl and I... I would go for a walk and we're at Central Park and I hit my wheelhouse. They were playing that swing music and I know how to dance. So I didn't just grab her and start dancing. Were you doing I, like lifts, like throwing her around? No, so I danced. I just just kind of spun her a little bit. And that's when she was like, okay. So I have this, there's a wedding coming up. And I know I just like, because she knew me now at this point for like two months. We'd seen right. each other, spoken to each other. Training we had trained yeah. three times. It was our third training session. I asked to go <laughs> for a times walk. Two three months. times. That's like the third <laughs> date <laughs> rule. Third date rule. No, she's a, like no, 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 bad trainer. She's a bad salesperson. Two months. Like no, 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 no. They were three consecutive. She's got a crush on her. All she could close yeah. is three training <laughs> sessions. <laughs> also a shitty salesperson. She's the yeah. worst trainer ever. They weren't like three weeks in between. I didn't. <laughs> I went to the gym for a little while before going, hey. All right, I got you. I got yeah. you. So we go first, take her for a spin, then she takes me to a wedding, an Italian wedding in New Jersey. She takes me to, which oh, by the way, people. if you've never done this, which you have, all right, if you've never done this, I'm in the like the wedding ceremony happens, whatever. I was high, and then we go into the uh, boat, like whatever. It's a boat, a bo- not a boat, sorry. The uh, the waiting room where in between the ceremony and reception, there's just waiting. It's a buffet. That's what the, oh, bu- that's what, that's what the bubba <laughs> was coming. The buffet. And I engorge on myself on the buffet. Everyone does. I was like, oh my God, that dinner was great. Dinner. And, my, and yeah, she goes, dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fanny had a little bit of an accent. She's like, dinner? <laughs> this is just a reception, cocktail reception. This is just appetizers. I was like, oh my God. This ended with like, she drove us there and then had too much to drink and was like, I can't ask you to drive my car. It's crazy. And I was like, look, what, what's going to happen later is even crazier, so don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> and I drove her back to my place. We had a great time. Did the whole nine. So now did you train with her again after you slept with her? Oh, no. No. Because you know what? I wasn't con- I wasn't prepared to continue the relationship anymore. And I don't think that's <laughs> – she didn't, she didn't call me either. And uh, we, but we saw. I went to the gym to finish out my membership, and I just told her, "Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm switching jobs, and it's going to be less money." And what's harder, looking myself look breaking undateable. up with a personal <laughs> trainer or ending it with someone you're sleeping with? Yeah, wait. I, I got a question about that. Like, you're in good shape, but were you self conscious, like when you were naked with this woman who's? Body is her job. Well, that's the thing. Her body was okay. You know, it wasn't out. It wasn't amazing, but I could tell. Like, you know, she knew what she was doing. She was getting to know what she was doing. And if she worked at it, I know she could go somewhere. I hadn't been with a lot of trainers before, but the only reason I know she was mediocre is because of the training I've had since then. Comparing okay, it to so her. Okay, so you ended so up with another time, trainer. I did. The other trainer I slept with, though, with this chick, her body was what you what you visualize when you think of a physical trainer. She was like one of those. Plastic physical trainer. She had a abs. hard body. Abs. The orange a- tan. Yeah, the ass like a volleyball. Mm-hmm. Orange tan, fake tits, big lips. Like she definitely is having work done and like kills, crushes her body. Now this chick, real and You could kill two birds with one stone because she looks great and then she could introduce you to her plastic surgeon. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. sir. This is your dream girl. <laughs> We're going to call her Esmeralda. She was Italian and uh, Chilean, all right? So this Italian-Chilean masterpiece is like... So this is chick. This she's crazy. Mm-hmm. She ran a bar. She managed a bar. She co-managed. So she had other managers and a general manager. But she worked in this bar on the Lower East Side, right? From like so she'd go sleep all day, go to work, open the bar, 
stay close the bar at 4 a.m., then go have a big breakfast, and then get meet her first training uh, session. I think she was freelance, and then she also worked. Oh, she worked at David Barton. She worked at Dave Barton. I I'm like the know. only woman who works at <laughs> Dave Barton, and she looks like a. She could have been a scary tranny. I don't, I don't know, but she definitely didn't have a penis. I, I, I can't At least say not when you hooked was up. She on the yeah, she I can't say I've never right. slept with a man, but I can say I've never slept with anyone who had a penis. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, so now how was she as a trainer? Was she good? Yeah, so I I met her and she pitched herself. So I went to the I went to this one. It was a Dave Barnes is a scary gym. It's just it's like a dark <laughs> it's like a dark lit mall. Sounds like uh, the lobby a Bulgarian like, rave. The lobby of like a like an L A boutique hotel. Yeah, right? like yeah at like- night in full swing on a, at 11 a.m., you know? And uh, so, yeah, so I meet her there, and this chick, she knew it. She, she, she was like, you get eight minutes. She was a totally different personality. Eight minutes on the tread, done. You come see me over here. If you're not sweaty, you're not doing it right. So she was a Oh, trainer. that's like very like Barry's boot camp. Yeah. That's, that's okay. her thing. It's yeah. tread so, floor, tread floor, who's, tread floor. Who's like the bride, the bridal boot camp chick? Who is that? Uh... I don't know. That who's that one? She's famous trainer. She's looks Jillian like, Michaels. Looks like, yes, yeah. Jillian she, Michaels. She's like a hot Godzilla-looking woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Do you guys think Julia Michaels? Do you think she's hot? She has a really good body. I don't she know. She could have been. I mean, no. She, she was. I don't like her demeanor. So yeah. like, I kind of do. Very masculine. Yeah, I don't like the screaming and yelling at people. See, I'm okay with that for the evening. Just not but that's not a long run <laughs> thing. <laughs> um. So now, after you slept with this one, um. How did that end? Like, did you have to train with her again? Or? No, dude, she dropped the most gorgeous bomb on me. Like, after the training, she was just like, I just want to train you for fun. And she she wanted to have me. She wanted yeah, to go out. So, like, the next time we hung out, we had sex in the bar. After She closed the bar and then locked it up, drew the shades. This woman is totally type A. She's like, yeah. no, I want that. Yeah, and she wanted me to bang her on, must have felt on so the bar. Objectified. And then after we had sex, That's she goes, amazing. listen, I'm moving to Miami. Like I was gonna be heartbroken. Like, yeah. Listen, based on your physical description, I'm moving to Miami, and I don't want you to get like, and I'm like attached. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to, Michael. I want to ask you a question before yes. we have to go. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about these trainers sleeping with the clients? Oh, I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible, terrible business. <laughs> terrible idea. Terrible business. It's I agree little, completely. Terrible. I mean, great for you because you got to, you know. It's a fun story, but, but it's, I, yeah. it goes against. It does make me lose a lot of respect for them professionally. Yeah. Because they're well, there are a number of things. Especially because like, you only got them to sign up for first three of all, sessions. It's like a very vulnerable thing, like entrusting some. I don't think you minded as much as a lot of people would, but like no, trusting somebody with your body, it's like a very vulnerable. And it was a male thing with a female client. I think when a male there's necessarily yeah. some like contact, like adjusting people's um, yeah, it's very people's touchy. form. I it's very touchy. Clients a lot, but also there's also uh, like not people are going to get hurt emotionally, which obviously is a risk. But people can physically get hurt. Like if you're more focused on training and you're not watching what somebody is doing with their body. You are per- yep. putting that person at risk. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't want the client to feel uncomfortable getting into a squat because they're nervous about how they look. So right. they're doing stuff, in, in, you know. You're making them emotionally uncomfortable when they enter the yeah. gym right away. If they see you with somebody else, they could have jealousy issues. Yeah, and you're making that, you're giving them another reason to maybe not go to the gym. Plus, you know? if somebody is giving you money, yeah. then you've already yeah, got, you got a conflict of interest right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so to it's listeners, if you're, if you're thinking of sleeping with your trainer, don't do it. It's not going to end well. I mean, yeah, well, no. except for... Look, yeah. look, look, you know what? If you know, <laughs> unless I guess it, if you're I, about to move to Miami, yeah. you know, go for it, disappear, no one gets hurt, fine. Right. Okay. But, I just feel well, like, like it, you didn't get hurt, but some other type of guy uh, could have. Definitely. For sure. Because she was playing it like I was that guy. And you're and very she was, secure she was with your looks. Her now take a guy who's a little chubby, a little insecure with his mm-hmm. look. Now there's trainer, someone of powers making him feel mm-hmm. good. And then she's like, all right, Takes it away. you put your trust in in this trainer. Yeah, you're the professional. It's like being a doctor, yeah. like a teacher, like where it's like, 
Yeah, like you know, you you I you're the person that's in the the position of power because you're the one that has the knowledge, right? They wouldn't be paying you to teach them how to work out properly and to like you know whatever. Like so, they're automatically placing you in a position of power, and there's a power. There's an abuse of power there. That's, don't that's shit where you eat. There's that there too. There you go. There's that too. <laughs> no, yeah, just don't do that. Business. Imagine if a bar, a hot girl bartender, banged all the guys that came into the bar. They would just be full of guys fighting each other, going crazy like animals. It's, it'd be it'd be horrible. <laughs> okay, that's somewhat of a comparison. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you know what time have, have it is? You, have, no, you no, good, no, no. I, I do have one okay, final question. What? This time I really do. Have you had any good experiences with trainers that you have not slept with? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? I knew that at that point I had been sleeping with all the trainers I'd had, so I had to get a guy to train me in order to not do that. So I actually, last year, I hired Michael to train me for two months. I don't I, believe that you didn't sleep with them. No, look, look. I call bullshit. Look, I never, <laughs> no. I, I never, wanted to. I never fucked Michael, okay, <laughs> with my eyes open. Never, okay? <laughs> no, I did not do that. But uh, I, I will, I'm not just, not just fluffing him right now. I'm saying, like, I was never been in better shape. I was ripped. Up. I'm still got some of the after effects you guys a year more later. Than three times every two months. Yeah. <laughs> we, did, yeah. <laughs> we had a whole two months of training. <laughs> Thanks. See like what a... happens when you don't bang your trainer? You actually get Although results. We, we yeah. did go to the diner once afterwards. Couple times. Couple but, uh, times. Okay. Um, yeah. oh, we spoon fed mashed potatoes. Do you, know what, <laughs> yeah, right. do you know what time it is? Is it the Danny Tanner, what did we learn this week moment? It is. Michael, what did you learn this week? I learned that at certain gyms, uh, being a certified personal trainer is not necessarily a prerequisite for the job. Looking good in the t-shirt is uh, more of a prerequisite. That was beautiful. Thank you. Danny, what did you learn this, this episode? Well, I learned that, um, that uh, oh wow, you had a great childhood. Because <laughs> you got because you got to eat both things you wanted from McDonald's. That's amazing. No, I learned that uh, although ha- having sex with your personal trainer, although can be uh, awesome and it might be worth the smiling and high fiving that might come after in its wake, uh, you have to be careful with these things as always when it comes to sex and being vulnerable and opening your, your heart and your body to another human being that you might have a business relationship with may always have its consequences. <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. That was, that was so beautiful. That was, that was really well yeah. put. I learned that the inventor of the master cleanse, who was not a doctor, yet practicing doctorate, who claims the master cleanse cures all diseases, may or may not have died at 35. <laughs> That's... <laughs> So really, I learned absolutely nothing. Let's see what I learned that Michael may or may not have banged our guest today. Ugh, I have. I've not. I've no, not. we haven't. Want to put that it's, out there? It's, it's fun to tease, but no. Just in case somebody only listens to five seconds of the show. I just no, wanna... this is going to be the clip, the meme. <laughs> right. Uh, I have a question for you, Robin. Yes. Let's see what you. What else you learned this week? Okay. Uh, so if people want to send us questions for the fitness question of the week, where should they email us? Oh, my God. Why would you put this on me? Okay. If you have a fitness question, please email us at the podcast podcast at give me the first letter and I'll tell you. G. Gmail.com. Nailed it. <laughs> Got him. Nailed it. Got him. Thank That's you. That's it. This is a historic moment, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Loved it. Thank you Thanks, for being Danny our Siegel. guest. Uh, I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. I'm Danny Siegel as a guest. (laughs) And this is the podcast.